You remember lesson about the balance? Yeah. A lesson not just karate only. Lesson for whole life. Whole life have a balance. Everything be better. Understand? <laughs> Yeah, I understand. Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Sitting next to me is Arwen. We are the family-friendly podcast that talks about rated R movies and more. If you like this podcast, come follow us over on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies 1, and that is Funtime Movies and the number one. You can find us in all uh, streaming podcast services, including Stitcher and... Uh, Google whatever. Google Podcasts. Yeah, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, blah, blah, blah. You know where to find us. You're <laughs> listening to this anyways. All right, so let's get started. Warning, spoilers. All right, if I'm spoiling a movie from 30 years, 40 years ago. Oof. Well. <laughs> uh, 1985. Yeah, it's about 40 years ago. Yeah, just about. So... If I'm spoiling a movie that's 40 years old for you, uh, you have never, ever wanted to see this movie. But you will now. Yeah. Yeah. So, with the release of the third season of Cobra Kai, there's been an interest in The Karate Kid and its three sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, each season of Cobra Kai has brought back somebody from the movies. There's technically, I think, five Karate Kid movies. I'm not counting the Jaden Smith one. Yeah, but people will count that as a Karate Kid movie. No, nobody does. <laughs> but anyway, we're doing the Karate Kid. Rated PG, 1984, two hours, six minutes long. Directed by John G. Avildsen. Starring Ralph Macchio, Pat Morita, Elizabeth Shue, Martin Cove, and William Zabka. And I just want to start off by saying, in the 80s... Kung Fu movies were big. Rocky was big. Mm-hmm. Um, Sports-themed movies were really big. Yeah. This man uh, who directed this movie also directed Rocky. Um, he also directed the first three Karate Kid movies. And uh, he's made a lot of money off of these. And I and I just put out Karate Mania was, was going on at it this It was. Point. Yeah. Uh, everybody wanted to learn karate. Uh, we had a karate center in our in our town. Mm-hmm. I don't know about your town, but I went to karate tournaments to spectate, and uh, they were boring because they weren't anything like the Karate Kid. Well, of course not. They wore pads and boxing gloves, and it was boring. And <laughs> it was mostly like Tai Chi for like three hours, and then the karate tournament. I know that the... Uh I think it's AKA is big down here. Yeah. They meet once a year at the uh, Capitol and you'll see kids in, wearing geese and yeah. everything walking around. You're like, oh yeah, karate tournament's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so we we get like a who's the boss type of opener for this movie. Uh, so when I sat down to watch it last night, I was like, it has been ages since I've actually watched this movie. Yeah. And then I thought, man, 
I thought I watched this movie all the time and I don't remember some of this. And I was like, it had to have been Karate Kid 2 that I remember the most. Okay. But it was so weird. But we opened with stuff and I was like, well, that's unnecessary. What? The, the, the trip moving. No, that's that's us getting to know Daniel and his mother. Well, I get that, but I was like, this is unnecessary. And the first. thing with the car. The the car thing is funny and very uh, reminiscent of my childhood at times. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just put down, it, it was beautiful beautiful scenery. It was. Um, it made me nostalgic for when I used to live out in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really... I really enjoy like seeing the mountains and 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 the uh, you know yeah. And another thing that I thought about when I was watching this was you know they're taking a trip from New Jersey to California and in that beat up in that beat up car station wagon yeah. But it were and what I thought about was the scenery. People didn't have the internet. Some people never left where they ever were born. Right. This might have been a way for them to show what it would look like to travel across the country. By the way, if you hear loud bangs, we live near a base and they are doing noise drills today. Yeah. Yeah, they're blowing (laughs) crap up. So I took a Greyhound bus from Arizona to Ohio. Mm -hmm. That took us four days. Mm -hmm. Also, I, I don't know why she would be moving that far unless she's trying to get away from something well they tell us a little bit you know she's she's got a new job it's a big opportunity uh and and daniel even talks about it you know it's like uh it's an opportunity for and then when they're sitting later you know it's like they're gonna teach me computer and they're gonna educate me and they're Mm -hmm. gonna you know pay me really well and they're gonna pay for the whole thing We'll, we'll get to that yeah but that's why she moved. Well, I think she's lying. Well, I don't think she's lying. <laughs> but okay. it, it was weird because it looked like it was a Chinese restaurant. It looked like a restaurant. I don't know if it was a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, I, I don't know. But um, my mom would transfer between hotels yeah. when she worked as waitressing and things. So it, it may have been a transfer, but she was definitely running away from being a single mom in New Jersey. Yeah. Running away from all of her family, 3,000 miles away. That's insane. All right. So anyway, she keeps talking about how it's going to be paradise mm-hmm. and that they got a pool where they're living and it's going to be, you know, it's not going to be a dump. Yeah. You know, and things like that. And I don't think the apartment itself is a dump, but the pool sucks. Oh, obviously. And that's like, why he asks when he sees it, is this the only pool? Yeah. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> A quarter of the way filled with the big old Green. inflatable thing in yeah. there. and Yeah, and there's moss growing. But uh, there's a... Uh, every time we've decided to move and there would be a pool, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I want to go see it first. Yeah. Let's go see it for real. <laughs> we did that when we moved here. Yeah. And it's our pool is basically a five by five uh, It's a hot pole. tub, basically. <laughs> It's not really... You can't really swim in it. No. You can bob around and get coronavirus, but that's about it. Yeah, we're not doing that. So, immediately Daniel finds a friend. He kicked the door open and yeah. accidentally knocked that kid over. And and they... I watched an interview where they, they were talking about uh, Ralph Macchio. Uh-huh. And originally his name was going to be Daniel Weber. Oh. And because Macchio is Italian... They changed his name to LaRusso, 
And they hired him because he was a little cocky and, and he and he mumbled a lot. Like oh. when he talked, he, uh-huh. he would say things under his breath. So they thought that was funny. He had just done The Outsiders. Okay. And mm-hmm. he had uh, been on Eight is Enough, a television show. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he played like a cousin or a friend. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I remember him on it, but I also remember Mark Hamill being on it. Didn't a lot of people go through Eight is Enough? Not a no. lot, but enough, it seemed like it. Enough '80s people went through Eight Is Enough to be like, "Oh, he was on Eight Is Enough." Friends, boyfriends, girlfriends, yeah. yeah. So he meets his friend, and his friends like talking to him as they're walking, and then like this old lady that I've seen in a million things. I mm-hmm. uh, can't remember her name, but I'm pretty sure she was in like Billy Madison or something, right? Or not? Yeah, he was uh, Billy uh, Billy Madison's grandma. Yeah. So he was in that, or she was in that, and she's like, uh, I got a cousin named Louie uh, over in uh, Jersey, and he goes, he goes, Louie this? And she goes, you know Louie, whatever. And he's like... It turns out yeah. it's a not the and same guy. Like, I don't know him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But she says she's from Jersey, too, and uh, you find out that the mom, you know, told her. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he's invited to this beach get-together with this new friend of his mm-hmm. and it's the day before school so i guess it's like the blow off day and, and when they left it was september yeah so how long was their trip across the country at least at least 3 days cuz it's not the next month no 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 i know that but i'm like what day would and it also was like i remember when school used to start in september yeah now yeah. schools start in August. Right. <laughs> so his mom's all excited about this and everything and uh but but he wants to give that their that old lady's dog some water. He goes to turn on his faucet and uh it's it's leaking pretty bad mm-hmm. straight up through the top. And she's like, Oh, there's a handyman here. Uh go find him. So he, he looks for him, finds him, he's behind a screen door doing something with a chopstick that we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, uh, our, our sink's, you know, pretty bad off. He goes, okay. He goes, uh, you going to fix it? He goes, I. Yeah. yeah, and then he goes, after. After. And he after goes, what? after when? After, after. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He so. tried to enter the the um, yeah. the room, and yeah, he, he kind of stopped and looked at him. He walks in, and Miyagi turns around and, like, stares at him. Uh-huh. He's like, nah, I'll just stay out here. <laughs> so... Okay, so Daniel's made some friends. He's on the beach. He's having a good time playing soccer mm-hmm. really, really close to these girls, kicking sand in their faces, maybe. I mean, wow. they're all kicking at that ball, and that I sand know. is going everywhere. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would have been that bold to go, this is how we play soccer. Well, I don't know. Soccer must be very important to these guys, because uh, that's all you ever see these guys do is play soccer. Soccer they're and not, karate. They're not yeah. in the movie. Yeah, these guys. Um, we do see the friend that he made again yeah. one more time well, we at school. we see all those boys at school, but during practice, soccer practice tryouts. Oh, okay, yeah. They're all having a good time. They're at a bonfire now. They got a bonfire going on. They're roasting some wieners, and uh, the girls are, like, staring at the boys. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you should go talk to that girl. And it's Elizabeth Shue, mm-hmm. and I don't think I could have gone up to her. So... Elizabeth Shue, she looks so adorable. She's still kind of chubby with mm-hmm. that teenager and everything, um, that look. But every time they showed her from behind, her pants 
whether it was her bathing suit, her jeans, her shorts, were always wedged in her bottom. That's because she got a big butt. I'm like, dude. <laughs> it's not It's not her. It's the way people look. <laughs> it's just funny to me. No, Elizabeth Shue, uh, this is, you know, long before leaving Las Vegas and other movies where mm-hmm. she played a sexy woman. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, no, she's clearly she did, supposed to be the girl next door here. Yeah, she did uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Yes. And uh, some other roles where... Uh, she was the girl that mm-hmm. guys wanted. Um, she was uh, Marty McFly's uh, wife or girlfriend in yes. the second mm-hmm. and third movies. Mm-hmm. So we know who Elizabeth Shue is. This is her first major movie, though. Yes. So next time we see them, yeah, they're talking. And she's like, how'd you do that uh, thing with the soccer ball? Because he bounced it off his knees mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to impress her with his athletic skills. Flirting. Yeah. And and so we suddenly see off in the distance, up in the hills, the bad boys. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to give Johnny a beer. And he's like, no, I don't drink beer anymore. This is my time to shine. I'm going to be, I'm going to be uh, just focused. I got to go to college. I got to do this and that. And then he sees them together. Yeah. And he's like, give me that beer. <laughs> no, he doesn't do that. No, he gets angry. Yeah, he gets mad. And Allie even sees him and throws the ball away from uh-huh. them. So Daniel goes off and then the she boys knows show what's up. They show up. Johnny's a bit of a, you know. He's a hothead. A jerk. Yeah. He takes her radio. He throws the radio down. Daniel, being chivalrous, mm-hmm. goes, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll help her out. He takes the radio, starts to hand it to her. And uh, Johnny, like, does something dumb and... Daniel immediately wants to fight because Daniel's a hothead. Daniel is uh, an assumptuous hothead. Yeah. And, uh, well, Johnny defends himself. And then Johnny takes into his own hands and beats Daniel up. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, welcome welcome to California, LaRusso. <laughs> so there's always been this running theory that I heard after I'd watched How I Met Your Mother the first time. Yeah. Because Barney would talk about the, the movie and then he'd be they go, Oh, you know, Daniel, and you go, No, William Zabka. Yeah, you know? William Zabka is the karate <laughs> kid. He's yeah. the only one on the, in the movie that knows karate. <laughs> so why would some kid that doesn't know karate be called the karate kid? So if I tried to watch this movie with the theory that Daniel was the bully. Uh, you can't. I tried to. It's I tried. Impossible. I even watched the video that, that they, that's on YouTube. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, this guy's taking really wide uh, Liberties. brush strokes on okay. this one. Because, you know, it's like there are a lot of instances where you could go, yeah, he could have handled that differently. But there are a lot of instances where you go, no, they clearly targeted him. Yeah. And it, it, I can understand, you know, I understand being bullied. Mm -hmm. I was bullied for my name and other things. So I get, I, I, I tend to still to this day understand Daniel's struggle, but I also can see the opposite side. Right. Um, well, pro wrestler Mick Foley says that, uh, if you're going to be a villain, be a believable villain, um, and 
and make make a case where you're actually a sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. And that's I think William Zabka did a really good job at that. I mean, he played jerk for most of the movie. He but did. There were, there were times in the movie where you're like, oh, well, he's just being a teenager. Exactly. Exactly. So, he wasn't really trying to be a bully. No. In certain in, in certain, certain times. times. Yeah. Yes. There was there's one major one that happens up in like right before the crest of the movie starts. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Daniel uh, loses all his friends at, at that point, too. And that's just dumb. They're like, huh, I thought you said he knew karate. <laughs> like, shut up. Yeah, and I'm sure that those guys were still friendly with him afterwards. Maybe. We never see that. He's we basically see the, we alone. See the, yeah, we see the neighbor kid one more time really talk to him. But mm-hmm. then you're you're absolutely true. We don't see him really commiserate with anybody yeah except for Allie and Miyagi so Daniel has a black eye on his first day of school he's mm-hmm. trying to wear sunglasses aviators to like I love how it. he tries to get past his mom he's like no mom I'm trying to be cool like a California kid no let me see your eyes no mom it's all right no let me see them I always loved her now she she assumed that maybe he had done drugs yes and and so she's being a concerned parent, mm-hmm. and I and I understand that. And they did a good job writing her character. Yeah, yeah, she's believable as a mother. She's caring. She's concerned. Yeah, and uh, she tries to do the best for him. Yeah, and 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 then uh, he runs into Allie at the school. Mm-hmm. He asks her her name. She goes Allie with an I. He goes, Well, I'm Daniel with an L. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you're funny. So, spoiler alert, in the in this last season, yeah, when she sees Daniel, she goes, Daniel with an L. Yeah. You know? So I was like, oh, I love how they called back to that. Yeah, it's funny. It's very funny. And it was nice to see them all grown up and acting like adults. Yeah. For a change. Yeah. So, the bullies, basically, they, they humiliate Daniel again. Mm-hmm. Um, is this where he loses soccer? practice yeah yes he gets kicked out so of the trials kicked out of the trials he wanted to be in soccer on on the soccer team um i don't know why soccer's really boring and uh you can't get a lady playing soccer at all name um, name one name one soccer player that's ever gotten a hot lady i'm sure uh david beckham <laughs> <laughs> I guess that'll work. It took me a second, but I'm like, uh, there's a lot of them in outside of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we see we see Daniel uh, trying to learn karate from a karate book, and those books were everywhere in our libraries. Really? Especially my library, my my public library. You'd go to the karate section because they had a karate section. You're kidding. And and most of the books were always checked out. Everybody thought, oh, I'll just learn karate this way. <sighs> you just can't. Mm-mm. You you gotta you gotta train and you got to, you know, get in the mindset and you gotta be like there in person. You can't just throw a couple kicks and go, Oh, I know karate now. Yeah, no. <laughs> but Miyagi sees him and uh he knows that Daniel's been in a fight. Yeah. He's like fixing the sink and they're having a conversation. And I I honestly believe this is where Daniel's training actually starts. I think so. Because Miyagi starts talking to him not as a a, a stranger but as a person that wants him to 
better himself mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. some way. Um, we cut kind of hard cuts. There's so many hard cuts in yeah. this movie. Um, but he's visiting his mom in town or in the city, mm-hmm. whatever. And yeah, she's at a restaurant. I don't know if she works at this restaurant, but before she said, Daniel said that uh, she was um, learning or she was there on business for computers and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. And I'm like, is she a hostess? She might have been a hostess, but she may have been learning uh, business management. That or my other theory was is that this was a business dinner uh-huh. and that they all were to meet at this restaurant. At least I hope that's what it was. I hope she didn't travel 4,000 miles just to be a waitress. I don't, I yeah, and I don't think so. And a hostess is an elevated waitress, yeah, I always saw. I guess, I don't know. It's just somebody who seats you, but they don't actually serve anything. Yeah. But, but I, I'm sure it's more than that. Daniel sees the Cobra Kai uh, karate dojo. Mm-hmm. And he goes over there, he sits down, he's watching, and uh, this is where we meet Kreese. Yes. And John Kreese is a psycho. Absolutely. A total and complete psycho. He is he is teaching them how to be aggressive, to be proactive mm-hmm. in their fights. Yeah. Mercy is for the weak. We show no mercy. Mm-hmm. Finish them off. Mm-hmm. You know? And then uh, he says, "He says, okay, we're going to do punches or whatever. Uh, Johnny, you got the floor. Johnny gets up to the front, turns around. They all bow. And Johnny sees over everybody. It's it's Daniel. And he just gives his smirk. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I've seen that smirk before. Oh, I have too. And I'm like, that's a smirk that says, I'm going to beat your butt. You're, well, you're dead. Yeah. It, it also is like, I'll show you what I really can do. Yeah. You know, and so Daniel leaves. Yeah, Daniel leaves. He's terrified. This guy is terrifying. Well, he's, you got a good beat down. He's beating him up. Um, I mean, J- Daniel got in a good punch on Johnny, and then at the soccer practice thing, he got a uh, a good punch in on Pastor Tommy. So That was the funny thing. So Jason and I were sitting here watching it, and I paused it. And I go, okay, that guy there, he's the guy that just died. Mm-hmm. And then that is the guy. That is Bobby. Yeah, that's the guy that is now the preacher on the show. And that guy hasn't been around at all. No, I think they all four were in that one beer drinking thing where they Dutch, got him out. Dutch hasn't been on the show. Oh, he hasn't? No, Dutch hasn't been on the show at all. All right. Dutch is a psycho as well. Dutch is probably in prison. Well, that's what they... <laughs> I think that's the excuse they gave okay. in the show is why he's not there. Because that dude is a uh, mass murderer. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he just looks like a guy that's going to kill oh, somebody. Oh, I was like, he, that's not what he's really done, though. So, there... I, I watched this really interesting YouTube video of uh, the actor... Who plays Crease? Yeah, and how he got this role? Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 talked about several things: how he got the role and working with Pat Morita. Right. And uh, they had called him in to audition for the role, and he was like, "They were supposed to give me a week with the script." 
And he hadn't had any time with it. And apparently his wife at the time said, use this anger when you go in. Oh, yeah. And so he looked at the director and he called him an a-hole. And then he said, you're an a-hole. And he goes, no mercy. You know? And <laughs> and so he had to do it twice like that for, for two different people. And that's that was part of uh, how he got the role and how he worked himself up to get to that that awful level. Yeah. Yeah. He also said that Pat Morita helped him uh, with his lines. That's cool. Which I thought was pretty cool. Um, Daniel goes back to his mom at that point, and they talk about girls and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and he said class, that that didn't work out over there. Class ends, and uh, the guys are like, I never noticed this, by the way. I have seen this movie at least a half a dozen times, and I've never looked in the background. I've always oh, looked really? in the foreground. So I thought that them finding him was like some weird Arbitrary. Chance. Yeah, no. No. No, they see they him. They were stalking him. They see him. Uh-huh. They're like, let's go over there. And they're like, no, no, no. We got better ideas. Let's throw him off a mountain. Okay. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so so when when we get to the scene where he's biking home, it's really dark. By the way, yeah, I'm like, what has he been doing for the last in this movie? Yeah, what's he been doing? Well, forever? in California, the sun goes down faster because of the ocean. No, I, I don't know. Stop it's it. It's science. No, <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, no. When they when they show him biking, then they show the bike. The, the, the guys on the, mm-hmm. the bikes. And they're not the same kind of bikes. They're like, they're like Mitsubishi yeah, and stuff Hondas like that, you know. Whatnot. Um, Kawasaki. My, my dad would call them toy bikes. Yeah. Because he liked Harleys. But uh, you just see the shadows at first. And right. I was like, that's really good. It's like a monster movie. Yeah, it's really good how they did that. But he hears them and he's like, well, I can probably outride them. So he starts pedaling his bike a little faster. This is a bigger bike, too. I mean, it's... It's a 10-speed, 20-speed. It's a big, sturdy bike. And he gets... uh, They're like, hey, um, what what does he say? Um, I heard heard you want to learn karate. Well, here's how to take a fall. And then they just push him off the dang mountain. Yeah. Yeah, off the side of a cliff. And uh, so his mom... they, They hard cut to his mom getting home. Yeah. And then... He's getting he's home. He's getting too. home at the same time. And he's all busted up. And he's like, I hate this bike. And uh, and it's like, it's not the bike's fault. The but bicycle. He's, he's got to no. lash out at something at this he point. He does. And he's like, I don't want, I don't like this place. I just want to go home. Yeah. They have I've a, been there. They have this whole, you know, I'm not happy. You were selfish, he, which is basically yeah. what he says. She was selfish to come out here. You didn't ask me what I thought. And then they go off, and you see uh, Miyagi open the door. Yeah. And I think I thought that's when he decided I need to be more involved with Daniel. I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think when he saw the black guy, he was like, uh, "This guy needs." This well, guy he needs saw a the friend. karate. He saw the karate mm-hmm. book open too, and it's like you can't learn karate through a book. He's like, "Learned karate from a book." <laughs> yeah. And. Pat Morita did not speak like this in real life. No, no. He had a regular yes. California he, accent. He was from California. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was something Jason asked me. He goes, I wonder how he felt about having to speak like this. Well, he's he's from Okinawa. Yeah. Uh, in that. He's using an Okinawan accent. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know exactly where Pat Morita is from, but he does have Japanese background. Well, 
And that's how Japanese people speak. He, it may have been, you know, modeled after his own father or grandfather. Yeah. Miyagi fixes the bike, though. Daniel's coming home from school, Mm -hmm. obviously. And he sees the bike, and it's intact, and it looks better. It looks way better. And he goes, oh, this must be Miyagi's. And he goes down to thank Miyagi, Mm -hmm. and Miyagi's there uh, trimming a bonsai tree. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what you doing with that little tree? He goes, a bonsai tree. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, well, thanks for the bike. I Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Uh, and then they start tri- trimming He He puts him to work on his own little tree. And I was like, well, that's a good study in calmness. Yes. And reflection. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so your your theory about training him could be accurate. I think I am accurate on this one because he. I think he made a, a, a decision to at least train him in the mind so that he wouldn't be raging so much. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he's like, close your eyes, picture something in your head. Yeah, picture the tree. Picture the tree and picture what you want it to look like. Mm-hmm. He goes, how do I know if it's wrong? If it comes from you, it's not wrong. I know. I love that line. So this is also where I felt like Miyagi started to be a father figure. Oh, yeah. Like hardcore. And so there's scenes come that will come up. And I and I was like almost misty eyed. <laughs> Because I was like, you know, he he didn't have children of his own, and this was his way to be a dad. Yeah. And Daniel didn't have a father at all. And it's obvious, like, when you go through the, the Cobra Kai series, he reveres Miyagi as a father oh, figure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. He you, may you, say he was a friend, but he was definitely his father yeah, figure. Yeah, you can't, you can't go one episode without something Miyagi had told him. Yeah. Uh, but then we go to like a montage of school where he's avoiding Allie and the Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty hardcore heavily. He's just trying not to get beat. And uh, then then the next scene is he's at he's at Miyagi's and he's like, yeah, they got this dance. And he goes, oh, you want to be a dancer? I don't know, whatever. Oh. You want to dance the night away, disco, disco, whatever. Yeah, and he was like, but I don't have a costume. And he's like, oh, what would you go as? And he goes, I'd only go if I could be the invisible man. Yeah. And then they and cut you see to the, the... you see the shower curtain you behind do. him. You do, yeah. So, so they cut hard to the him walking into this crowd and he is dressed as a shower. Yeah. Which is pretty clever. Right. But pretty outstanding. And Allie has two very ugly friends. Eh. Both those girls are ugly. I wouldn't say both of them. Oh, yeah, both. <laughs> I think that's harsh. Um, and they're like, what do you see in that creep? Or he's a, he's a living fungus or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she notices that shower come in. She goes, oh, there's Daniel. And they're like, how do you know? <laughs> Who else would it be? Exactly. You know? So... <laughs> They, they they start to talk and everything. They dance a little bit. And then they a dance. giant chicken comes by and smashes an egg on his head. Yeah. I was like, no teacher would allow no. that shower curtain. Them to be dancing under that shower curtain with it closed. No. Yeah. Well, maybe in the 80s. That was before teen pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, yeah, he gets egg on his face. And he takes it really well. So, he goes in the bathroom and uh 
he finds out that Johnny's in the stall yeah. rolling joints. Well, before that, before even this scene, uh, when he was talking to Miyagi, uh-huh. he says, no, nah, I'll just hang out with you tonight. And, yeah. and and Miyagi says, to get honey, be need flour, not old prune. <laughs> I like that line. Oh, that's pretty funny. There's a couple lines that he said that I wanted to write down, but I was just too lazy. But there's some funny stuff that he says. Oh, he says a lot of great one-liners. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. yeah, we're in Johnny's, the bathroom. Johnny's rolling a spliff. <laughs> dressed as a skeleton. Yes. All of the Cobra Kai kids are dressed as skeletons. And this is where Larusa should have just gone, okay, I'll just leave this room. I'm clean. Exactly. Uh, there's no need to uh, escalate anything at all. Instead, LaRusso's like, you know what would be funny is if I hose this some bitch down. So, you know, I can I can understand wanting to retaliate, but he should have this is this is a clear mistake on how retaliation never gets you what you want. Right. So he hoses him down. Oh, by the way, the black guy dressed like Spider Man, he's a Cobra Kai as well. He's the first one that Daniel beats oh, yes. mm-hmm. in in uh the, the tournament. Okay. Uh, that was a weird little, uh, not Easter egg. We, I don't can't. I don't know. I, I don't know what to call it. It was just like something nobody knew. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't he think that that guy did it? Oh, because he's a Cobra Kai. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they chase Daniel. Daniel causes like a three car crash. Yes, he does. Um, running away. What the hell? <laughs> uh, he runs across this field. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a fence, which is his apartment. They're chasing after him, too. They catch up to him, and they beat the holy hell out of him. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Spider-Man shows up. <laughs> Not the one dressed like Spider-Man. No, no. The actual Spider-Man. <laughs> Here's what you don't know about Spider-Man. Everyone gets one. That's true. <laughs> no, I thought it was funny. They decided to show Daniel's like a first perspective. Yeah. And, you know, they they it probably used the Vaseline trick on the... Most likely. Uh, ...on the camera lens. But it's kind of blurry. And it's clear it's not Spider-Man. Right. I know. But Miyagi had jumped over the fence. He climbed up, up on the fence. It looked like he jumped over it. No, but he, they show him in the background. He's hu- he's on the fence. Oh, was he already? Yeah, so he jumps off of the fence. Ah. Okay. Yeah, he's not Superman. Uh, well, I was like, how the heck did he jump that fence? Uh, now but, I get yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> he. I think it was Tommy that was like, he's had enough. He's had enough. All of them eventually said he's had enough, um, and except for Johnny. Dutch. Well, yeah, Dutch and, wouldn't have said that. No, and Johnny was just so in the moment angry. He was like, no, he's not done, and it's like, dude. Oh, and he mentions the no mercy thing. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, then then Miyagi jumps in and, and kicks all of them down, beats them all up. So he he could have been arrested. Picks up <laughs> picks up Daniel and, uh, and I think and this was before you could get in. in trouble for beating up a minor. I don't know. Either like, way, it, they don't want to admit that they got beat up. Well, of course not. Even though he does say something, Crease Crease can see that they got beat up, and I bet you Crease said when he saw them. I hope the other guy looks a whole lot worse than you. Yeah. Because if not, you're out of my dojo. Miyagi brings him back to life, basically. like. Yeah, he helps him. Heals him up a little bit, and he's he like... He says, like, it smells bad. Yeah. And he's like, smells bad, good for you. <laughs> yeah. 
And he's like, there's no such thing as a bad student, just a bad teacher. Uh, whatever teacher says, students do. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not bad people. Yes, which you know. is which is a good lesson. Yeah. Um. He, uh, Daniel also asks him to teach him, and he says no. Yeah. And he's like, "Why?" It's like, "Well, because of revenge." Yeah, yeah. You you don't learn karate for revenge. You yeah. learn to defend yourself. Yeah. So. Which is another lesson. So yeah, then the credits roll. <laughs> it's it's over. <laughs> Daniel dies. No, uh, he says, "Well, you gotta see these people." And he's like, don't need to. He goes, well, I wish I could go down there and like, uh, and tell him to back off. He goes, okay, you do that. Yeah, he was like totally going to let him just walk down there. And, he, and then he goes, well, could you come with me? And he's like, no. No. <laughs> and he's like, all right. He, he eventually agrees to go. Well, the, he doesn't actually tell Daniel that he's going to go. Yeah, he does. He says, meet me at 10 o'clock. Well, no, not to not to go there. I th- yes. I thought I must have missed it because I thought the next morning mm-mm. he was like, "Get in the car," or "Do you know how to drive?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he goes, "We'll get in," you know. Yeah, he says, "Meet me tomorrow at ten o'clock." Okay, we'll go. I missed that. There was a lot of um, murmuring. Murmuring. That's because you're deaf. <laughs> so. He asks. He also asks Miyagi what kind of belt he has, and it's a. Uh, oh yeah. It's what a canvas belt. Something from J.C. Penny. J.C. Penny three ninety eight. And he says, uh, "Man who have belt better than man who has rope to hold pants up." Uh-huh. So that was kind of funny. Yeah. No man who have belt no need a rope to hold pants up anymore. Oh, that's what that's it is. what he said. Yeah. Uh, and he just starts laughing. He does that Miyagi laugh that mm-hmm. everybody loves. So they go, they go to Cobra Kai. And this is where you see the under 18 tournament yes, poster. Yes, mm-hmm. um, And it's set for the day after your birthday, December 19th. I know. So it's October at this point. Mm-hmm. So, so he's got is, a good two months to yeah. really train. Well, it's the last day of October. It's the 31st. Oh, yeah. So he's got a, a month and a, a half. A month and a half. Dumb. Yeah. So Johnny tells Crease who they are. Mm-hmm. And this is when Crease starts to interact with Miyagi. This interaction is pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. Miyagi does not, like, wait. He doesn't show any sign of anything except standing there. He goes, ask, leave, boy alone. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going to do that, are we? He's he's got some beef with my boys, and my boys are going to take care of it. No need. Mm-hmm. And so he says, "Okay, you name this the place. I'm not going to let you walk into my walk out of my dojo uh, in one piece." Is basically what he said. Yeah, and he he was like, "Well, we're not going to do it here." Yeah, because he you here. have the advantage. You, yeah. And so he points to the uh, poster and goes, uh, "Karate tournament," mm-hmm. and they all like smirk, like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Okay, but after that, we get to beat you up. And he said if he doesn't show up, it's open season on both of you. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And then he and Miyagi negotiates one more thing. Don't touch the boy until the tournament. So, Daniel's training officially has to begin. Yes. So, he comes to the house. 
Dan, uh, Miyagi's house, yeah, they which to, is behind an oil refinery. It almost looked like it was next to train tracks, but it wasn't. No, was there's it? train tracks. Okay. Yeah, you go over train tracks, but there's like an oil oh, drill yeah. and uh, there's some other stuff. He, he said uh, something about not everything looks as it seems or something. Yeah, not everything is as it seems. Yeah. And there's some old cars and a pretty nice looking house. It it looks like it's a little weather beaten, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's there. The yellow car that we see again in the series, mm-hmm. it's the same car. It's the same car, and Ralph Macchio owns, owns it. it. Yeah. I guess it was like on bricks or something, hmm. so they had to rebuild it for the show. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, I put down when 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 he was talking to Crease and never blinked his eyes. Mm-hmm. I was like. Miyagi's seen some stuff go down. Oh, yeah. And uh, Kreese is not even half the problems that Miyagi's seen. Oh, no. So, it's time for wax on, wax off. This is so funny. First, he makes him uh, agree to a contract. Yes. He's like, he's like, you you need to be uh, yes or no. Middle of the road, you get squished like mm-hmm, grape. Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach you karate, but you have to learn. And you can't argue. You can't argue with me. You can't question me. You can't... You just uh, do. Yeah, you just do it. Mm -hmm. He goes, all right. What's he do, first thing? Washes all the cars. Well, he's like, why? (laughs) Yeah. He's just just like, no, no. Just go wash the cars. Wash the cars. Wax on, wax off. Yeah. Big circles. Yes. Big circles up clockwise. So he does that. And you see him every now and then. He comes out and checks on Daniel, and he's like, "Wax!" And he off. smiles. Wax too. off. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell like this was all done in post because uh, the audio is really good. Mm-hmm. Because any any outdoor Shouting. noises yeah. and stuff that would have just been bad. So he he does it, and uh, he goes in and tells Miyagi that he's done. But Miyagi's asleep, mm-hmm. praying to Buddha or something. No, uh, I think that was a shrine. For uh, people that have passed. Okay. He eventually goes back to school, right? Mm-hmm. Meets up with Allie, and Allie's like, I'm going to teach those boys a lesson. He goes, oh, no, never mind. And like he goes and gets cocky in front of the Cobra Kai's. Yes. Then he stops the teacher to talk about some uh, Native American horse thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Cobras leave because he They're was gonna, like, "Oh no, we got leave it. I got for it. them." Yeah. And Daniel gets roped <laughs> in on that, and I'm like, I'm "Like, good." Yeah. <laughs> if he wouldn't have been cocky, they would have left him yeah. alone too. But he asked Allie on a date. Daniel's mom takes him to the date because mm-hmm. he doesn't have his license yet. But it's still a little. Eh, this is awkward. <laughs> and then it's up in the hills. So it's where the rich people live. Yes, they they uh, they clearly don't look like they belong in, in this movie and in most places. When you live up in a higher location, you can look down on the peasants and go, "Ha ha ha!" They work for a living, so they have to make money to eat bread. You know, I was really paying attention to, and it was hard not to pay attention to what Daniel was wearing versus what everybody else was wearing. Yeah, he's like blue jeans and a Well, like even a that his pants didn't necessarily fit properly. Oh, no. They were kind of a little he'd grown into them and they stayed the same kind of yeah. situation. He's wearing really old-looking sneakers. Whenever he was in his sweats, I was like, those are the most basic sweats. I mean, <laughs> they're barely held together. Yeah. It 
just showed that he is on the poor side. Oh, absolutely. And you can see it just by looking at him. And the, 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 he, the parents get there right when Allie's leaving with him. Yes. And, and they are like, snooty. Hey, who's this guy? Oh, this is Daniel. I told you about him. Oh, yeah. Do you live in... Uh... Where do you live? Well, they asked him <laughs> if he lived in... Uh... Somewhere near the hills, I think. Yeah. He goes, oh, I live over on uh, Rosita. And then he accidentally kicks this brick. Yeah. And it falls off. And then you notice that... There's no way these parents are going to stay together because he goes, I thought you were going to have that fixed. I did. I will. I will. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, geez, there's something going on there. (laughs) But anyway. So they go off. They Um, go to a place called Golf and Stuff. Yeah. Daniel couldn't afford this place to save his life. They're they're doing go-karts. They're doing mini golf. Mm -mm. They're playing video games. They're playing... uh, Table hockey. <laughs> I thought it was funny. She goes, do you know how to play hockey? And he goes, well, not, you know, not professionally. <laughs> so he's a funny they're, guy. They're very cute together. Yeah. Um, they even do the little photo booth. Yeah. I love those things. And I thought that was really cute. But I thought the same thing. I was like, there's. <sighs> like we, we, we went to Playtime Pizza when we were, uh, it was just you working. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I'll just I'll just sit here and watch other people have fun because there's no way I'm doing any of this. Yeah, no. Like it was... $12 to do what? Uh-huh. Screw you. Yeah. I still balk at prices like that. <laughs> but he, the date's over and uh, Allie sees this guy in a nice convertible. Mm-hmm. They talk for a minute and then uh, the Cobra Kai's show up and they go, uh, I like your car, Mrs. LaRusso. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, to me, like, typical behavior. Yeah, and, and Daniel's just mad now. And Yeah, and I was like, oh, they had to end the date on a sour note. Right. Because so, Daniel's like, well, you could have went with him. She's like, I would have gone with him if I wanted to go with them. Yeah. You know, so. It's just dumb. The biggest problem with Daniel's character is he makes assumptions about everything. Yeah, yeah. He assumes that uh, the rich people want to hang out together. The poor people have to hang out together. And they can't meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. So the next day, uh, Daniel has to sand to the floor. Yes. Now this is counterclockwise down on the decks and he sands the entire floor. And he gets to the door and he's like, I'm done. He came out barefoot. Yeah, I noticed that. So he was he was <laughs> testing to see if it was done right. Yeah. Then the next day, the is, next the day is the uh, fence. But before that, Miyagi's sitting in his Room. Oh, is that that and night? And he does the chopsticks. Uh-huh. And so he does the chopsticks and he's like, man who catch fly can accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. And so Daniel's like, can I try? And he goes, and well, well, no. Miyagi he, smirks. He, he goes, have you ever caught one? And he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes, mind if I try? And he smirks. He goes, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and so Daniel, a couple clicks and then, then, then he and caught he, a fly. Yeah, he's like, oh my gosh. You beginner luck. <laughs> It was pretty funny. Now he's doing paint the fence. Mm-hmm. Brush stroke up, brush stroke down, big board right hand, little board uh, left hand. Mm-hmm. He gets finished and he goes, both sides? Oh. <laughs> so he does both sides. <laughs> and then he leaves and goes home. Next day, uh, Miyagi's not even there the next time. No, he just leaves a note on the yeah. door. He's like, he's like, don't, not up and down, side to side. He's like, yeah. something left hand, something right hand. Uh-huh. And so he does that, and Miyagi comes home from fishing at the end of the day, and he's like, 
hey, why didn't you ask me to go fishing? I'd have gone fishing with you. You're karate training. Yeah. Bullcrap. I'm your slave. <laughs> you All you've had me do is work. This is where also you realize Daniel curses. Oh, yeah. Nobody else curses in this movie but Daniel. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even realize that. Uh-huh. <laughs> he goes, no, you've been learning karate. Here, let me show you. Show me wax on, wax off. And he goes to get on the ground. Or show he's, me sand floor. Yeah. And he's like, no, get up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, get the heck up. <laughs> but this is where he's... The, the most emotion that you really see up until this point mm-hmm. is where Miyagi starts here. And he's very serious. And he realizes that everything that he's been doing has been actual training. Yeah. It's muscle memory. Well, at first he was like, I can't even move my arm. My, oh, my yeah. shoulder hurts. And so Miyagi claps the his hand hands. together and he rubs him together and he puts his hands on Daniel. Daniel's like, how'd you do that? And he goes, I know magic. No, not really. <laughs> he doesn't but say that. it's like some bullcrap thing. Yeah. Yeah. Then they do the motions and then Miyagi decides to show him that he does know karate. Mm-hmm. So he takes punches at him. Yeah. Takes kicks at him. And then he goes, all right, let's do it all. And so he goes and does a whole bunch of moves against him. Mm-hmm. Daniel blocks them all. And then Daniel looks at his hands. He goes, I know Kung Fu. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> <laughs> we find out that uh, karate means empty hand oh it comes from china in the 16th century yeah uh one thing that he does here that i always like and it's he says always look an eye yeah always look eye and that because daniel kept looking down at his hands and it's like no 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 Mm -hmm. look the person in the eye yeah that person the eyes do make a tell yeah uh when i was uh wrestling in high school we had to look him in the eye and kind of like in our peripherals, uh-huh. see where their hips were moving. Because uh, if their hips moved one way, they, there's only one way they can go. Mm-hmm. You could lead somebody around by their crotch, basically. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Just, there's a nerve right there, man. You're going to go wherever they want you to go. Oh, wow. So, anyway. They they start learning balance. So yeah, he, he takes him to the, the beach. On the, on the beach and uh, kicking at waves or standing on one leg. He, as he was supposed to balance, yeah, or something. Yeah, in the, he's in not the doing ocean. a good job of it, by the way. But he watches as Miyagi is on the post and he's like, when can I do that? And he's like, you're not ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we see Miyagi doing the crane kick. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't actually Pat Morita. I didn't think it was. No, his stunt double was one of the under 18 uh, Cobra, not Cobra Kai, but. One of participants. The, really? He was the Chinese one. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. And the person that trained all of them karate was the mustachioed referee. Yeah. That was the other thing that I had learned in that uh, vid- that interview in that he trained Kreese separately. Yes. He trained the Cobra Kais as a group separately. Mm-hmm. And then he trained... Uh, Ralph and Pat together. Yeah. So that they would kind of have the same. In a different style as well. Exactly. All three had different styles. Yeah. That they were taught. So I thought that was really interesting that they did it that way. Yeah, it was smart. Um, they, they go to leave the beach and these two drunk redneck guys are just like drinking on Being his racist. car. And one of them is actually uh, Durant from Darkman. He's the uh, bad guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, and Liam Neeson, like, 
uh, transforms himself into that guy. Oh. And his face starts bubbling because it's sunlight hits it. Uh-huh. Um, but his name is Durant. He also played a mentally challenged person in Law and Order for a long time. Oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, I just saw something today about Law and Order. That's why. So Broadway's been shut down because of COVID. Yeah. So Law and Order Special Victims Unit has made a vow to bring in as many of those Broadway actors as possible oh, to act in their show. Huh. I was like, I'm not watching that show, but kudos. Yeah. <laughs> so Allie invites Daniel to meet her at the country club and they'll go on another date. Yes. This one doesn't go too well. Um, but before that, he stands on the bow of the of the boat and does moves and stuff. And mm-hmm. then Miyagi like rocks the boat. Oh, it's so funny. And he laughs at Daniel. Yeah. He's like, this is freezing. Ah, <laughs> you wet behind here. It was very funny. So he goes he goes to wait for Allie. Allie realizes that she's late to get out of there. Yes. Daniel's impatient. He goes through the uh, kitchen. Well, also her parents insisted uh, yeah. on her and Johnny her and Johnny dancing, and she was going to leave. And Johnny's like, "Well, just finish the the dance." And I was like, "You really want to finish this dance?" Yeah. <laughs> and and so Daniel's watching. He looks like a sad puppy too when he sees. Makes him another dancing. assumption. Yeah. Um, but Johnny then sees Johnny him. kisses her. Yeah. And and she punches him. But, Dan- Daniel, but Daniel didn't see, see that it. because he turns around and runs into a guy with, a, I guess, a bunch of spaghetti. Yeah. And he gets covered in it. And so he go, the first thing he wants to do is go to Miyagi's place and, and bitch about it, I guess. Yeah, and all the people saw him. Yeah, and they laugh at him. Yeah, so. So he goes there. He's co- still covered in spaghetti, but uh, Miyagi is... Uh, he's is, dressed in his army dressed uniform. dressed in his army uniform. He's getting drunk on Jim Beam. And he's sad. Yeah. And uh, Daniel's like, what are we celebrating? He says, the anniversary. You see the picture of his wife, you know. And it's obvious that she's passed. And this is really sad. It really is. Uh, You find out that his wife, uh, an unborn child, uh, died due to complications from the pregnancy or childbirth. In an internment camp. in In a Japanese internment camp. A lot of people don't realize that we had Japanese internment camps. If you were Japanese mm-hmm. or any kind of Asian-y looking person, you would be immediately put in these camps. In the United States. Yeah, in the United States. And it was, you, you didn't do anything wrong. You no, were just, it was the, it was World War Two, and people were scared. And uh, Miyagi was over there. So whenever I'd watched this movie before, I did not realize what that was oh yeah because i'd never heard of it right until we moved down here and we went to that show yeah um, uh, with uh, george takei yes and he he did his poem on letters from warsaw yeah and i was like i had no idea that that had happened i knew that it happened i didn't realize how severe it was because the history books that i read said that they were uh, comfortable and they were treated fine well yeah and whatnot and i was like oh okay so you know what don't believe all your history books because uh these people see this as a very violating you know, it, they it were would violated. be violating um they they probably lost their homes they lost possessions they lost their they jobs lost, they lost they after you're released where do you go and your mental health and there's a stigma mm-hmm. of being you know asian in american yeah 
you know. And a lot of the men did go off and fight in World War II. And right. they were still treated poorly when they came back. So, you know, it was... I, I can't imagine having gone through that at all. Right. And and Miyagi was overseas defending our country mm-hmm. while his wife was in an internment camp. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. Now, granted, this is a movie, but I'm sure that that really did happen to a lot of men. It probably did. Miyagi eventually passes out. Daniel takes Daniel care of him. Daniel puts him to bed. And then we see Daniel doing a montage of his own training. Well, uh, it's it's kind of an uh, important part right here when he puts that letter, you know, he finds out. Yeah, he reads He puts the letter. the letter in the box, but you see this really beautiful piece of embroidery. Mm-hmm. It's a bonsai tree on the, the yes. sun, you know. So you'll see it again later. Right. And, and also you see his medals that he got. Yes. It looked like a purple heart and a medal of valor. He had a medal of valor for sure. So, yeah. Anyway, then it's <laughs> Daniel learns how to punch. <laughs> Miyagi's wearing like an umpire outfit. No, a, a catcher. Is, catcher. is it was a catcher? Yeah. Okay. He's wearing like the uh, the pad that catchers wear in a catcher's mask. Uh-huh. And he's like, you're going to learn how to punch. I wrote that down originally as catcher, and I don't know why I said that as empire. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he uh, he gets a little cocky with his punches, and so uh, Miyagi has to put him in his place. Yeah. He's like, you dance too much. <laughs> yeah, he goes, you, you dance too much. You punch. Now, punch. So, Daniel learns how to punch. Now, in a karate tournament, you're not there to punch hard. You're there to make contact exactly. and get a point. It, so, he's yeah. not teaching him how to beat a guy up. No. He's teaching him how to get points at that point. Yes. And also, you know, to defend himself. Yeah. Then it's Daniel's birthday. This was so sweet. Daniel's going on his uh, at Miyagi's. He's got to meet his mom, which I don't think he ever does. If he does, I, I'd be surprised because that seemed like a a red herring. Yeah. Um, but Daniel is like, oh, cool. And Miyagi gives him a birthday present mm-hmm. and it's in a little box. He gets it out. It's a, it's a gi. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, wow, you didn't have to. And there's a bonsai tree. Uh-huh. He goes, if you ever want this patch back, just let me know. And he's like, oh, okay. You're fine. No, uh, uh, he said something like, uh, it's where it belongs. And yeah. I, I know. And he, he found, finds out that Mrs. Miyagi had sewn it. Oh. Yeah. And then uh, there's a, a second present, present number two. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, cool. And he's like, let's go outside. And he's like, all right, is it outside? What's <laughs> going on? And he's like, pick a car. <laughs> he knows Daniel's going to pick the yellow one. <laughs> yeah, because J- Daniel got his license that day, too. It's paper. Did you yeah, notice it that? it was paper. Um, it's weird seeing driver's licenses. <laughs> my mom's, like, when I remember in the 80s, my mom's was made of paper. And I was like, what the heck? Uh-huh. But anyway... He's like, all right, thanks, Mr. Miyagi. Banzai, banzai, Daniel-san. Did you notice that the, the keychain was his tags? Yeah, his dog tags. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miyagi's dog yeah, yeah, tags. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Daniel's supposed to immediately go to his mom's because he goes, oh, crap, I'm late. My mom's got a surprise birthday cake. Uh-huh. So what does he do? He goes right to golf and stuff. Yeah. Well, Miyagi had said something to him about the girl. 
And I think that's why he went well, there. Well, yeah, but, but it's like, he still had an he, obligation. Yeah. <laughs> he just brushed <laughs> his mom off. Uh, but she gets over it, I yeah, guess. Uh, apparently, yeah. Uh, but he goes... She's very he goes, forgiving. Yeah, she is. He goes to golf and stuff just to get his mother, or his mother back, his girlfriend back. To get back. Allie, yeah. So he goes up to her, and she doesn't want to talk to him. Well, also... You find out, he finds out from talking to the friend. It's yeah. like, she goes, she's been nothing but nice to you. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of back and forth, yeah, battery. He's like, he's like, yeah, but she uh, she was kissing Johnny. And she goes, oh, yeah, did you see part two of that little story? Exactly. She you goes, know? what? And she goes, oh, she, she gave him a right hook. Oh, she hit him? Yeah. And then so he goes and talks to her. And then the grossest kiss I've ever seen. I said the same thing. It looked like he tried to inhale her. Yeah, it looks like he's he's literally got his bottom jaw on her, a bottom lip on her jaw and his top lip on her eyebrows. I mean. <laughs> it, was, it was rough to who, watch. Who open mouths kiss like that? <laughs> I was like, has he kissed a girl yet? <laughs> and I know he was older. I put down what... worst kiss in cinema. <laughs> it's not. But it's <laughs> up there. I've seen I've seen someone else do something like that. I was like, dude, your lips are supposed to make contact. You're not supposed to eat her. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. What are you, Seymour? Or Audrey too? <laughs> so, uh, and then we cut hard to the tournament begins. Man, there's such hard cuts in this. Yeah. You, I don't know what year it is or what day it is or what time it is no. ever in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and the movie pace is quick yeah yeah even though it's like a two hour and six minute movie yeah i mean they cram a lot in this movie and it's quick cuts and and fast-paced dialogue when when they're signing in daniel they have to come up with a name so they choose miyagi do karate Mm -hmm. and they ask him what belt he is he goes why does a belt matter and he goes because you need a brown brown or or higher." higher um and so he goes, oh, he's a black belt. And yeah. then Miyagi steals a belt and gives it to Allie. It's really funny the sleight of hand yeah. that was done there, too. Because <laughs> he, he was holding her arm. Yeah, he, he grabs her by the arm and he, like, gets down there and he yeah. hears a belt. And he's like, okay. Yeah. So It was really weird interaction at first mm-hmm. because you know he'd never touched her. Right. Before that, you know. Yeah. And and so we get a little tournament montage. We see the Cobra Kai's are there, and they're being cocky. And uh, there's kids of all ages. And Allie technically wasn't supposed to be on the the uh, on the floor floor with them. And they lied and said that she was the interpreter. Yeah, and, and he <laughs> says some stuff, and she goes, "He said." You have a nice smile yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Oh, thank and, you. And it's and like, goes, okay, this guy doesn't know anything. <laughs> uh, they, they try to uh, they try to get Lawrence to fight in the locker room. Uh, Dutch yes, does they do. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, nah, save it for the floor. Oh, yeah, well, after this, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, he's going to need Dutch a body bag. crazy in this yeah. movie. So we see Johnny fighting. Um, and by the way... The thing that everybody says is that a kick to the face is an illegal kick. It's not. It's not because Johnny does it at least twice in yeah. this movie. Yeah. So a kick to the face is just fine it, for real. It might be the intensity or where it hit no, or something. The face. Yeah. But we get kind of the rules. Anything above the waist is is a point. Um, kidneys, blah, 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 whatever. Um 
and you can you can punch and you can kick. Mm-hmm. The end. Sportsmanlike conduct is yeah. a must. Though. His his first match though, he's kind of scared to fight. Oh yeah, the kid's a Cobra Kai. Uh-huh. He's a black one dressed like Spider Man yeah. in in the uh, Halloween episode, <laughs> <laughs> and he eventually beats him. Uh, but he leaves the mat like twice, maybe yeah. three times. Twice. Okay. They they told him if he did it again that you know he he he'd lose a point. Yeah. So. You can't start off with negative one. That, no. That'd suck. Yeah. But he beats him. And then we get a little montage of everybody else doing it. And then we get to the tournament semifinals. Mm-hmm. So quick. If yeah. the whole movie was just the tournament, I would have liked this movie even more. Yeah. Um, I felt like this movie was lacking some character development. In certain areas. In certain places, but like, I feel like we know who the villains are. We know who the protagonist is. We we know them. Well, the the character development that I, I'm missing is Crease. He's just yeah. a mean guy. That's all that's he's all the bad, they show. He's I a bad get guy. I get that, but you know, it's like you you don't get anything except these five to ten minute pieces of he's just a mean person. Yeah. That's what he is. That is his character. Yeah. He goes home and smokes a cigar angrily. That's what he does. <laughs> he watches TV out of spite. <laughs> so it's going to be Bobby versus uh, LaRusso. Yes. And Johnny is the one who's fighting uh, Miyagi's stepped up stunt double in the semis. Okay. So okay. is that kid. Okay. Johnny beats his guy pretty soundly and uh, LaRusso... Is gonna be his guy. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that Kreese says before he goes up there to, to hurt him, hurt him. He goes he make just, a statement. Yeah, and he's like, "But I'll get disqualified." He says, "No, I can beat this guy. I don't want him beat." Yeah, but they'll disqualify me. Yeah, mm-hmm. they will. Yeah, and this is the guy who eventually becomes the preacher in the yeah. show. <laughs> and so he, uh, they fight. Uh, Daniel has he, he's got more points, and then. And then Bobby kicks him right in the knee, like a a drop kick. Yeah. And then he apologizes. Yeah, he's He feels bad. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's the thing. These kids are ultimately, I think, good kids. Except for Dutch. Well, except for Dutch. And they just have uh, bad influences. Yeah. So... the, The movie is basically over. He's hurt. He's hobbled. He can't... Yeah, they they were gonna say They're that gonna he couldn't go it. any further, mm-hmm. and uh, he's got 15 minutes to return to the mat, which yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. I mean, when they, when I wrestled in tournaments after the semifinals, we had an hour to recover. Oh, really? And, and get fluids in us so that oh. we could and go to the bathroom if we uh-huh. had to, and then we could then we'd come out at a specific time. Our tournaments would start at eight in the morning, mm-hmm. and it would be over around. Uh, Almost nine o'clock at night. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they they lasted forever. Oh, that sounds awful. But yeah, fifteen minutes is stupid. Well, they they kind of also knew that he might not come back from this at all. Yeah. So Miyagi does his magic hot hands, hands on his leg. He goes, he's... magic man. <laughs> so he he gets up. He's hobbling. I'm oh, surprised yeah. they allowed him to continue. Me too. There's like, oh, LaRusso's going to fight. LaRusso's going to fight. And, and Johnny's like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. 
all right, well, I'll just beat him up. So at this point, he's angry. Mm-hmm. Because he was about to be given the, the thing, the yeah. trophy. And this fight is kind of brutal in certain ways. We see Johnny does a perfect kick up, kip up, by the way. Mm-hmm. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely way more athletic than um, Ralph Macchio, even to this day. I mean, he had more muscle mass too. Yeah, and his poetry is slamming. <laughs> so, <laughs> but now Crease uh, told him no mercy, no mercy, and then after and to, and to sweep the leg. Yeah, after they're they're tied like three three, I think something like that. And so he goes uh, sweep the leg. He goes what? Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm about ready to win. Exactly. Uh, it's all right. Sweep the leg. So. No mercy. I don't understand why a grown man would care so much about hurting a teenager. Because he's a he's a vicious monster. I get that. He's but a psychopath. It just, it doesn't make sense. You yeah. know. He does. He he grabs him by the leg and he, he rams his elbow into the back of his knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, his bad knee. Yeah. He's hurt. Mm-hmm. Not over yet, though. Not over yet. He loses a point, though. So now it's uh, three two. Mm-hmm. Next point wins. Yeah, basically. Sorta. They get ready. Daniel's doing the crane. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they say fight, and mm-hmm. he kicks Lawrence right in the face. Yeah. The obviously end. not you know disqualification. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're like Larusso wins. Johnny grabs the trophy, hands it to. He says you're Daniel. an all right guy. He goes, you're an all right guy. You're a good guy. And then, you know what? What Daniel said. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he's trying to make amends, right? But when you're in that instance, you you're like, yeah, just back away from me. You've mm-hmm. already hurt me enough. And then it's smiles, freeze frame, end. Yeah. Now they did film another scene. Yes. Uh, that was supposed to be the actual ending. But they save that for the next movie. Yeah. There you go. And that is The Karate Kid. So, uh, I know a couple things. Mm-hmm. Do you drink and know things? Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> uh, Pat Morita auditioned five times for this movie. He, They didn't want him originally, No, they wanted, they wanted this uh, legendary Japanese actor who had done uh, samurai films. Ah, okay. He wasn't the right body type, nor was he... A serious actor at this point. Pat. Yeah, because he'd been on Happy Days. He had been on Happy Days, and he was a stand-up comedian. Oh. So they're like, what are Nobody's we going to do with this serious. funny little Asian man? Ah. But when he did his auditions, he used a very gruff voice. Mm-hmm. He used his broken English. He squinted a little bit more mm-hmm. to look a little tougher. And they're like, maybe he's the guy. Nah, let's go. Let's go try somebody else. Mm-hmm. He comes back and he reads lines. He said something. I forget what he said to actually get them to hire him. Mm-hmm. But he said he went home and he told his wife, ah, "I'm not going to get this job. I don't know what I'm doing. They're not going to trust me. Mm-hmm. I'm just some funny man from California." They eventually picked him. That's uh, interesting. There were rumors that Chuck Norris was going to play John Kreese. Uh, Chuck Norris didn't want to do it. Is it because it was a bad guy? Because he was a bad guy, and uh, and he didn't want it to look like he was teaching kids how to hurt other people with karate. Yeah. So He's there's got that. that. Then yeah, one point for him. Yeah, but uh, no, Chuck Norris 
he wasn't even offered the part. Oh. But he he had said that he wouldn't uh, have taken oh, it. Oh, oh. The music was done by a guy named Bill Conti. Yeah, there was a couple of actual popular songs in here, too. Yeah, yeah. we heard Cruel Summer. There was a lot of synth pop in it. Yeah. A lot of uh, new wave music. Uh-huh. I I swore I heard Oingo Boingo, but it was some other uh, new wave band that kind of sounded like Oingo Boingo. But Bill Conti wrote most of the score. He did all the uh, pan flute stuff mm. and the training montages. You're the best around. That's his song. Is it? Yeah. He actually, years ago, said like he he's just a Vegas act now. And he sits in a lounge and he sings his songs that he's made popular. And sometimes people will come up to him and go, did you write that song? That's like that was my favorite song to work out to. Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but the music was great. Cinematography was really good. Editing not so great. Yeah. But it's still one of those movies where you can sit down and watch the movie end to end, and it makes you feel better. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a roller coaster of emotions throughout this movie. It spawned three sequels. And a reboot. And a reboot. And then uh, a YouTube Netflix show. Yeah. Which... Yeah, it started off on YouTube Red. Um, I don't think there were enough... uh, Were ever going to be enough subscribers to YouTube. No. Because Netflix had already stepped up the game and they're doing their own thing. And it's way more popular at this point. Yeah. uh, I will say that I... The first season of Cobra Kai, I was like, yeah, this is all right. The second season, I was like, I don't care about these kids. No, I didn't care about those kids either. Some of them are just terrible here's, children, you Here's know? what I say about Cobra Kai, the series. It's a fun show. It it's is very, It is fun, fun to watch. Yeah. Is it realistic? Is it set in the real world? No. Hell no. It is not. No. Mm-mm. Because, you know, when there's a karate fight at the school... And everybody's like kung fuing each other in the face, and one kid breaks his back and almost dies, and the cops were never called. There's a problem with the the police force, apparently. I think I think what I have a problem with the show is the blatant uh, violence that the oh, yeah. Cobra Kai's. Yeah, and, they're just they're, ruthless. They're, they're almost out for murder. Yeah. And yeah, these are all a bunch of little psychopaths. Yeah, and so you don't teach a bunch of psychopaths how to. Uh, uh, do karate <laughs> you don't teach them no mercy that's mm. for sure but the third season was superior yes and i liked the direction that by by the end of this third season i was like somebody's finally writing yeah yeah and it was a much it was a much better season you could tell that netflix actually used a budget for this season oh yeah um, and so the guy at the end that that crease called is probably Johnny Silver. Yeah, that's what I saw. And I yeah. was like, well, that's that's interesting. Yeah. He's the one who is in Karate Kid 3. Yeah. So um, they revisited Okinawa in the third season, mm-hmm. which I thought was really good because Karate Kid 2. Yeah. Um, there was a female Karate Kid, what, in the fourth movie? Hillary Swank. Yeah. So I don't remember watching that one. It was right before she became a boxer and broke her neck and died. <laughs> So, I can't remember what that one's called. Million Dollar Baby or yeah. something. Yeah. And then, of course, the, the Jaden Smith reboot, which was not as bad as people said. It's not bad. If it starred anybody but Jaden Smith, I think it would have been more popular. I do, too. Um, and also, they were going to call it Kung Fu Kid. 
Oh, originally, really? because it's set in Japan. Yeah, that's kung fu. Yeah, but that's interesting. And they were learning kung fu, and they kept calling it kung fu. But he was karate. Why kid. is it the karate kid? Oh, so, yeah. But it's about writing and yeah, it's about writing and it's about nepotism. That one was not a good. It was it was not well cast. Jackie Chan was awesome in the movie. I did like him in it. Yes, but everybody else was bland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing about the Karate Kid that I just thought about: Pat Morita was uh, nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Oh wow! For this movie. It was because of the, probably because of the um, drunken anniversary uh, that they were going to cut out. Really? And they didn't. Wow. If they had cut that out, it would have made no sense. Oh, yeah, no. I thought that was a real turning point for their relationship. Absolutely. So. So anyway, this has been Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Give us a like on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Come find us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies One. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. We're all over uh, streaming platforms, and you can stream us on anything you want, including Stitcher. <laughs> it's like a running gag that you have to say say Stitcher like a million times. Yeah, Stitcher, Stitcher, Stitcher. <laughs> Do you even use Stitcher? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's some paid ones on there now. And I'm oh, like, really? I'm not, I'm not going to pay for a podcast. Podcasts should be free. So anyway, go watch a movie. <laughs>